It's a bop. It's a Christmas bop. I love it. That. So the band is called The Waitresses. Okay. And the song is called The Christmas Rapping. Um, it's very good. And it's very happy. Well, it's part of, you know, I, we, I like, I like pop music, you know? Yeah. And so I like the cross section or the intersection of pop music with holiday music. Okay, Which, I like the marquee that. being Mariah, Chris, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Like that's the zenith. That's it, like it, exactly. You know, which did you know that that's her nineteenth number one hit? Really, twenty five years after that song releases, it is now the number one song in the country again on the no Billboard, way. On Billboard Top one hundred. Yeah, uh, and it's also her nineteenth number one. That is insane. Isn't that crazy? So so she just she could basically make a living off of this one song. Basically, I mean. I'm that's pretty crazy. Sure. Yeah, it's nuts. But yeah, so that song is really like a great pop song. It's a great song in of itself. Also, like Christmas time, perfect. But then it's like you know you hear that and you're like, whoa, there's what other songs are out there? And like last week I played this one, but we didn't talk about last week. No, I mean, well, in, maybe in a way we'll talk about last week. <laughs> Where is it? This is the. It's Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. We had this great discussion last week about Kelly Clarkson, and, and no one's no, ever going to hear it. No one's ever going to hear it. It's so. like that, you know that, that remember that, um, what's that question, that philosophical question? If the tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it or see it, did the tree actually fall down? Exactly. Well, if the, if the Milwaukee's record a podcast and it doesn't get uploaded because the technology is just decides to blow up in our face, did we ever record it? And the fact is we did because we're witnesses to the fact that we did do it. But someone else can come around and be like, no, you didn't. Where is it? Right. And we'll never be able to we'll prove it. We lost to, it a so whole good. episode. We were at the very, well, we were like landing the plane. Yeah. And it, I was, we, we were both like, you know, like this is, this is going to be we're good. We're about to be like, where can you find it, this it, podcast? Yeah, and, and, and all of a sudden my computer just went dark <laughs> and that's it. And it did not save, and and I don't know. I mean, I'm learning. You know, I'm, I'm trying to see if you know. I would have to stop the recording and save, and then continue recording, which would cause like a weird, awkward like cut in you know when we release it. But as far as I know, there's no other way to just save as you go without interrupting the recording. Yes. So we had about an hour and twenty minutes of material, and now. It's the disappointment of, you know, that happening in the moment, and then the disappointment of having to skip a week because we technic we technically did not skip a week. Correct. The podcast, the recording did, the podcast did, and that's annoying because we put in the work, right? And then it's the mind fuck of like, wait, did we talk about this already? Like d differentiating in your mind what we talked about and that wasn't heard because then we'd be like, oh yeah, we talked about this last time. Oh wait. Did we? You, you did not. You're not. We did, did. But did they hear it? But did they hear it? Exactly. So, eh, whatever. It happens. We're official now. I mean, we've definitely lost content. As content <laughs> creators, having content lost, I feel like puts us into um, a group of people that just know. Like, yeah, we know. It's yeah, rough. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And um, and then later it occurred to me, literally last night, which almost a week later, 
that would have been a perfect opportunity to release that unreleased episode from that powerlifting competition we were at. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. Listen. <laughs> I don't know if we're ever going to release yeah, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> so people asked for it, so maybe, maybe, you know, maybe we'll release it. So, um, so aside from that, how are you? Um, I'm really, like, frustratingly sore. I'm not injured, but I've reached... Have you ever had tendonitis? Yes. You know how much how it's like annoying, but also like painful. Yeah. Yeah. Both. So I have bicep tendonitis right now. Oh no. Um, and so it makes like extending my right arm hard. It makes sleeping very difficult because there's no like real comfortable position that you could be in. Right. Other than like on your back. Right. Um, and yeah, so wow. it's just we're that. It, it's like we're halfway. We're at the halfway point. Yeah, you are. Like we're. Six weeks into a 12-week training cycle, at the end of 12 weeks is the gauntlet. Yep. And this is the where this is where I feel like you're in the shit. Yeah. This is where it's like you're too far you're you're too far in to say fuck this, but you're too far away to feel like you're getting anywhere near being ready. Yeah. You know, the more that I do this, the more that I like, I I do realize how unfit I am to be like a true contender for the podium <laughs> which <laughs> that begs the question George did you really were shooting for the podium and the answer is yeah like I wanted to train to win right you know and so I felt fun. like if I train a solid 12 weeks I can have a shot of winning as opposed to like and the real the real the real response to that is well you've got people that have been training later like every day for the last years and years and years and this is just something that they're going to do for fun but their fitness level is, is at a much higher place than yours so you need to manage your expectations okay but yeah like right now it's like I'm very sore like my this bicep thing is really annoying me so i've been like icing it and um trying to rest it as much as possible avoid any kind of like we did a workout that was really heavy pulling like it was heavy squat cleans yeah. um and you couldn't let go of the bar so you had to do six at like i did six at 185 and then i did five at 205 no i did six at 185 and then i did five mentira I did 12 at 185 because it was six at the beginning, six at the end. Then it was five and five at 215, so 10 at 215, and then uh, four and four at 245. Wow. And so all that'll that, do it. And you can't like let go of the bar because you have to like, once you hold on to it, the, the only reason you, like, the only way the rep counts is to like not let go. And when, and when you start getting under fatigue, your pull, you start, you start pulling a little earlier, yeah. and then you get that bulldog pose going on correct which would cause tendonitis that early armband yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> that that's 100 percent why i got it yeah like yeah. when i i had um tendonitis on my biceps on both of them when i was learning how to rope climb oh yeah and um and and i got it really bad i had a, a scary incident where both of my biceps were burning for like an hour after like i was trying to do these rope climbs and i guess I'm, i strained so much and i wasn't using my legs which is yeah. what you're supposed to use in a rope climb i was trying to use i was probably using mostly arms and um and it was like i mean people were like really that's the only time that like people around me were worried about me like they were like hey are you okay is there anything we could do like i think uh somebody almost like called you know the emts like to see what what had happened because i felt like I couldn't. It was just burning, 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 burning like you sensation. Can't extend your arms. Yeah, but you it was pain like and burning at the same time yeah. <clears throat> for like an hour. 
And uh, and we had and I was practicing rope climbs for the first non soul competition I was ever going to do. And I had to bow out of that, um, you know, and uh, and that sucked. But, yeah, I, I feel your pain. I, I totally understand. There's like a telltale sign. Like I always feel like tightness in the bicep, but then it's also pain in the elbow. Like that those two things for me, it's like, oh, bicep tendonitis. Oh, you know what to do, which is basically like rest, iced and rested ice what do they call it rice yeah rest ice compression elevation elevation there and so i have these really cool things not sponsored called freeze sleeve okay not and, sponsored um <laughs> oh we had so many spot not sponsored plugs I, I last know, week too i know i know God damn it it's okay so we're gonna have yeah, them again whatever we're we're gonna, there's gonna be a lot of that guys there's gonna be a lot of us like really reminiscing about lost Content, Lost content, yeah, um, and managing disappointment. Yeah, um, yes, that is right? going to be a, a big theme. Is today. that our overall theme? That's like, our overall theme. How are we managing that? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. especially if you don't get what you want on Christmas, oh, <laughs> love it, love it. Put it on the list. Oh, dude. Oh my God. Let me finish. The, let me okay, okay, so the, okay. It's just really like it's this awesome little thing, and honestly, you should get it. Like it's these like compression sleeves that go into the freezer, um, and they you put them on like you. They have ones the size of like your leg for your knee. They have ones for like your calf and for your arms. They have one that's kind of like just a blanket that you can just like put like on your shoulder area, and it's like f- like it's like putting like a like a a cold pack. And what's it called again? Freeze sleeve. I like it. Freeze sleeve. And it's sleeve. cloth material, so okay. it never like con- never, there's never like condensation or moisture. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like it's like intense cold on a specific area with a little bit of compression. Mm. Um, so it like I put it on twice yesterday and it's it's made all the difference. I'm like really? why the fuck did I do this sooner? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to get something They're like great. that. I'm They're gonna, awesome. I will. I will. Yeah. I've been uh I've been really taking care of myself and I'm I'm really I'm I'm in a good place right now. Mm-hmm. And and it takes it takes for you to realize that your body's not what it used to be to like really start honoring the process. And that's so I've been I've been doing a good job of that. My my recap is very, very short and sweet. I've I've healed, I've been warming up properly, I've been stretching afterwards, I've been doing Romwad, another unsponsored um, <laughs> moment yeah. there. Romwad.com, very great. Uh, I've been doing my Romwads, I've been doing yoga, I've and and I, these are things that you just have to do. Like you just, that's it. This is this is a life now. If I want to continue training at the level that we're training at, that's more important, right? So uh, prehab before you have to rehab. How often do you do Ramwad? I've been doing it every every day. Really? In, in the last week, yeah. Yeah, I do the shorter versions, but but yeah, I do like the 12 minute, 13 minute versions of the videos. They're usually 20 minutes. Okay. But I do the 13 minute one just because usually it's like in between patients and, you know, I just want to get it out of the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been very. Do you efficient. do whatever the daily thing is or do you do it like specifically targeted to a muscle group? At first it was targeted because yeah. of the pain areas that I had. And then now I'm just doing the, whatever the daily is for that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so so but the next thing is I was thinking I needed something like that, like with the 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 free sleeve. So I'm gonna have to look into that for sure. I love them. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm David gonna get swears that. by them, and I was complaining about it, and he just, I we have all of the stuff, and I just honestly like I just it doesn't even like cross my mind. I just sit there in like pain and discomfort, like oh what was me? And David's like well, just ice it. I'm like. Like, get Only up. if we had something. Was, and he went and he got it for me, and I was like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, dude. yeah, man. So, um, and and uh, nutrition has been has been good. I'm very, very happy. I've 
this is the first time I'm like really happy with my physique, my body. The happiest I've been since probably my junior year in high school. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, which is when I was playing soccer, and, and so we were doing weight training and soccer training, and that was, like, you know, yeah. the only time in my life I had a six-pack, you know? So, um, but I'm feeling like... the You look the, great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'm very, you know, and I've, I've slipped up, and I'm not punishing on myself because, I, because I'm aware of how I look, and I know you can't undo, you know, anything in a day, you know what I mean? So, uh, but I've been very careful. I've been very moderate with stuff. I've So, it's been... Very good. Everything is check, check, check. My wads have been good. I have performed well. I've, I'm very happy. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I know you're going to crush it at the gauntlet, man. That's going to be so Something's fun. Something's going to get crushed. Like, something's something's some, going to get you're crushed. Gonna hear some, hopefully you don't hear crushing sounds. <laughs> no, there, there's going to be there's gonna be a little bit of crushing and grinding sounds <laughs> somewhere. We've been, did I... Danielle's been programming like like uh, gauntlet type gauntlet style workouts, mm-hmm. and they're hard. I mean, they just when you stack, you know, four to five workouts together over the course of an hour long, it's they're not easy. They're not it's easy. It's not easy. Yeah, and uh, you're gonna be super ready. I'm gonna be as ready as I can be. That's and really all there is. I'll be to cheering it. you on, man. That's that's all there is. Like I'll be cheering just, you on from the other lane. Because I'm not going to be as competitive as you. <laughs> Come on, George. You got this, dude. <laughs> I just have to remind myself to... And it's so it's so dumb that I'm going to say... I'm going to say it, but that I, that I'm going to say this out loud. But every time it happens, I think to myself, yeah, duh, George. Like, I, I perform my best when I have, like, eaten, like, accurately. Right. And I've, like, su- like supplemented and, like, what's... Giving my body the fuel that it needs to be able to perform at the level that I want it to. Right, right. You know, so the fact is, is that I, my list last week, my nutrition, my, basically the closer I get to Christmas, the worse and worse my nutrition is becoming. Um, it just, like, I think to myself, oh, I don't need to go to, I'm not going to go to Publix this week and buy all this stuff because we've got, like, this dinner and I've got this luncheon and basically everything that you're getting fed now is all carbs, all fat, no protein. Right. Um, and so that's basically what my diet has looked like. Like all carbs, all fat, very little you protein. You and many others, man. Absolutely. And I'm just like, and I'm more sore than ever. Like I'm more fatigued. Like I'm not resting as well. It's not, it's no, it's no surprise to me that I feel this way. Um, thankfully, I'm just like. Okay, get it together because you have six weeks right. to well, like pull it together. I mean, so. you've, you know, regardless of those setbacks, in six weeks you've come really far, and in another six weeks you'll do it again. I mean, this is just a little interruption. That's the holidays, and and, and dude, it's it's very, it's hard to avoid. Like this is, I was really excited when I checked in with Danielle this week because I told her I go, I'm really excited that I have no holiday parties. Like we had the one for Soul last night, but that didn't involve food. Correct. And I was like, so I was like, I'm really excited, and she like shared the excitement with me. She's like, okay, cool, let's let's really dial it in this week then, and and take full advantage before we get to that, you know, poor on Noche Buena, you know? <laughs> she didn't say that part. I added that part. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, let me be as good as possible so next week I can indulge on, on, on the 24th. Nice. Yeah, man. So, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, the gauntlet. I am 
we had this this is part of the content you guys missed out on but uh but yeah i'm looking forward to just i'm gonna be a little less competitive about it but i'm i'm trying to recruit people to go to to do it so it's like one glamorized like wad yeah in in the big stage at wadapalooza um you know it's it's it that that part of the experience was just so memorable just being there just being in that you know where all the bleachers and the people and, and it was really really cool so i'm trying to get i'm trying to recruit people to do it with us you definitely are able to, i feel like there is something about the energy of having of seeing like familiar faces like friends family cheering you on that Like motivates you to push maybe a little harder than you want to in that moment. Yeah, you're going yeah. to be like fatigued. You're going to be tired, but can you squeeze out one more rep? Can you, you know, not be buried at the bottom of the burpee, just like flop on the floor? Like right. you're going right, to just right. keep keep moving, like and jump over the dumbbell, <laughs> not behind the dumbbell. I hope you better get a better judge. Like, <laughs> no, my judge was fine. Uh, I was the one that I was like, damn. I guess I'll. I guess I do have to jump over the dumbbell. He's looking at me like that's that's what the movement's called. <laughs> like like he it's not jump behind the dumbbell. It's jump over it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, dude. But um, last week was last week was interesting when when the computer completely went dark, huh? Uh, it was, I didn't know what to do. You were in crisis. You manage, we manage crisis, I think, very similarly. Like, we don't get, like, we don't, you didn't yell, you didn't scream. There wasn't, it was very much like, well, it is what it is. Then we just held our breath for about 15 minutes to see if there was anything. We really Like, maybe, we're going to be hopeful in the fact that the computer saved something before it clocked out. And then the realization was that there was nothing, and we had nothing, and then... Okay. What are you gonna what are you do? Gonna do? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's it. You know, like we were just, you know, I, 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 the, the feeling was like, it was, I don't know, it was like empty, emptiness. You know, like you left and it was like, and my reframing was, I hadn't seen George. We got to hang out. Yeah. And that, that, that made it a lot better. But then at the same time, it's like, man, like we didn't have something to release and we put in the time and that's just you know it's always going to be very frustrating you yeah know wasting what I, mean? I, I hate wasting my time uh, yeah yeah so. it didn't feel like a waste of time because yeah because we, we were hanging hang out, out and but, so but in terms fun. of the podcast it was you know we put in the time and we had nothing to show for it you know and uh and that of course that's going to be very very frustrating you know so i i in that moment was i was very frustrated with technology i get very frustrated with technology very easily uh and and not because i don't know how to use it but because you you stop and realize how much we rely on it like and um like i'm looking at these two pieces these two machines in front of us right now and i'm like man like one of these breaks down and there's just no podcast you know what i mean and yeah um my bandmates uh there was uh they're they're very much into like uh, like my, my guitar player he's very much into pedals and he has like a huge pedal board and when he sets up there's like at least 20 cables and mini cables that he has to connect. And like, if one thing goes wrong, his sound goes. And mine is like the opposite setup. Mine is just my guitar straight into the amp. The amp okay. is connected to an outlet. And unless the amp breaks down, which rarely happens, then my sound will not be affected. But then my guitar player, it's like, oh, wait, oh, no, my sound went. Wait, hold on. Okay, wait, maybe it's this cable. Maybe it's that cable. And we're like in between songs. And I'm like, 
I hate technology. <laughs> you know, and I tell him all the time, I go, I hate technology. He goes, yeah, but it sounds good. At the end, I go, yeah, 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 I get it. The end product is wonderful, but I fucking hate technology. Like right now at this moment, it's taking us like two minutes in between songs because you got to figure out like a little, you know, you're like fiddling with a cable, you know, like that, that's really annoying. So that's in that moment, that's how I felt. I felt like just like, oh, but then. Later on, I'm like, well, you know, we do have 20 episodes, so there's a lot to be thankful for with technology. So I, I, I reframed. But in that moment, I was like, first of all, I was freaking out because this is a brand new laptop. And the computer just went dark out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, so number first, it was like, wait a minute. Like, I this is new. This shouldn't be happening. Then it was like, holy shit, I didn't save whatever we had. And then, you know, and then I was like. Oh, and then I felt bad because I'm like, George came over, you know, you invested your time. And then, you know, if this didn't record, then we, you leave and there's no podcast episode, you know? And I was like, oh, and I felt terrible. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, it was all good. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. So, and, and, and you handled it very well too. And you were very like. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Hey, you I'm know. Like, what are you I don't do? know what are you gonna do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, what's done is done. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, I wonder how you would have reacted in that if if the if we had, if our roles were switched. Um. It would be me being worried about you. So like I was like I would have been fine with whatever's going on in front of me. I would just be worried that you would be upset. Oh, which is kind of what you did. Yeah. Yeah. So do we handle these situations similarly? I always like when things are going wrong, I like to open my first my first worry is to pacify the room. Okay. You know, like if there's a crisis happening and I see and I'll look around to see how people are reacting around me. And if people are freaking out, it's like, okay, we need to calm the room down before we can address the situation. Or, like, someone needs to calm the room down while somebody else addresses the situation at large. Because there's a problem which is causing the reaction. And so if people don't know how to react and they go into, like, I mean, I I guess it all depends on the situation, right? So, like, let's talk about how, I don't know, like, like, traffic, right? There's always, like, like in the car, there's, like, when David's driving or, like, I'm driving and there's a bunch of traffic or he has to go somewhere and he's freaking out. And, like, I can't do anything about the traffic in front of me. But if he's having a crisis because he needs to be somewhere, it's like, well, call him and let them know you're going to be late. or it's like, And then he just starts getting uppity and upset. And then if that behavior starts to, like, pick a fight or starts to, like, say shit that, like, gets me going, it's like, okay, you need to calm yourself down to not let this escalate into right. something more than it needs to be. So it's like the... Pl- Sorry, that's my dog, by the way. We'll maybe mute that out probably later. But it's like the plane... It's like the airplane uh, thing where you put your mask on first before you help the person next to you. Uh-huh. So it's like that. There's also, like... like I feel like sometimes when things are going bad, there's like, it becomes, like, this mob mentality. Like, have you ever been somewhere where someone's fucking something up and then, like, there's a crowd of people behind them, like, either yelling at the person in front of them... <laughs> Or like egging the person on, like, like you're at the checkout line at the grocery store, and the person, all the way in the front, you know, checking out, pulls out their checkbook and starts to write a check, and everyone goes, and everyone's like, oh come on, and then like the person behind them turns to the person behind them, and they're like, can you believe this? Yeah, 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 yeah. can you believe this? Oh my god! So there has to be like this shared like experience of can, of you know, of misery and anger, yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, 
or like the people that get into like fist fights at um <laughs> I definitely am the person that will share images of fist fights of like Black Friday yeah, shopping. Like Walmart Walmart on Black Friday. Yeah. Dude, those like I won't go there and watch it firsthand, but I'll definitely like pass the video around. I would. I've always had this like fantasy. I'm so sorry about this. I don't know what's wrong B, with her. What's going on? Yeah, but just uh, let's see if maybe she could stay quiet. So, um, you know, I was thinking that I always, I always feel like I can come up with these pamphlets that just say like Amazon.com on it. And like, just go to it's like it's like one of these like crazy little fantasies of mine where I would go to Walmart on a Black Friday and just hand those out and be like, here, there's this thing called Amazon.com. It's fantastic. You can get the same TV for the same price and have it delivered to your house. <gasps> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I see people fist fighting, and I'm like. I just got that TV for less. I don't know what you guys are fighting for. They, there's people that feel like they need to go through all that to have like a feeling of satisfaction or success, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Have you I, ever? Did you ever? Have you ever gone shopping on a Black Friday? Never. I mean, I've never done it. Me neither. Really? No. Yeah. I, I, that's, like my mom was never that kind of person. She's like, absolutely not. We're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would procrastinate and wait till the last minute for like Christmas gifts. Like I've been to the mall. On December twenty third, December or Christmas Eve, and, and shopping is it? Sometimes it's surprisingly not as full oh, as you oh, would imagine. Oh, for me, it's always empty. Yeah, like, but I also don't go to like Toys R Us. Right, 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 right. Which okay. is a madhouse, I imagine. Yeah. Is Toys R Us even around anymore? No, it's not. They closed. <sighs> Fuck. I know. No, no. But hey, we all we will always refer to it as. Toys R Us will never stop existing in my mind. <laughs> my like, so I'm so old that before I used to go to a place called Lionel Playworld before Toys R Us, and mm-hmm. that to me was like my childhood. Like I used to love Lionel Playworld. Lionel Playworld. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I knew Lionel Playworld so well that I was able, me as a like a little kid, four or five, would be able to tell my grandmother how to get to the store. Like as a little GPS, like really? turn here, go here, go forward, go left, just, go right, because they knew. knew how to get to light off the world. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, yeah. It, what was the logo for that? The, turn the, your front upside down. It was the little kangaroo. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh! Lionel KB um, and Toys R Us. Those were the those are the big three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Lionel went, and then KB and Toys R Us for a while. Then KB went. And then now Toys R Us is gone. So I worked at a KB toy store. Did you really? Uh-huh. Which one? They had a pop-up one at International Mall oh my that they God. opened up just seasonally. Uh-huh. And it was like next to the Dillard's. And my friend had gotten a job there. And she's like, we're hiring. Do you want to get some extra money for Christmas? I said, sure, why not? Nice, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. And that's I awesome. I worked at a KB toy store. Huh. Yeah. So <clears throat> what else do you think people struggle with when they... When they don't get what they want or things don't work out the way they plan, what do you think are the most common things? There is like that part of you that gets pissed because you want you want things to go the way you want them to. Like, um, wait, what was the question again? That what do you think is the main like in in our age group? What do people struggle with the most that when things don't work out for them? Like, what are those things? I mean, emotions. I'd say anger. Yeah. Anger and... 
just the frustration of not having like you set up a goal or you set up a you know you set up a goal to have something done like have you tried to put furniture together with somebody before not with somebody i, I always make it a point to do it by myself why i it's just i it's one of those things where there can only be the one moment, captain. Yeah, well, okay. So there we go. So the, I, I guess that's where I, maybe I have failed. Where yeah. It's like, okay, you want to do this together? Let's pick who's going to be in charge and ultimately responsible. Like, don't like, ask me for my help. Know, go, go ahead. For me, it's when someone asks me for help to, like, do something like that. My, I'm like, I usually have my personality is to take over the whole project. Uh, okay. I'm like, okay, so well, this that, is how yeah. you want my help. Like, okay, fine. This is how we're going to do it. How we're going to attack it this way. We're going to have a pre-plan. We're going to do this, so on and so forth. And if what I've learned is that when someone asks you for your help, the, the first question that you need to be asking is like, well, what do you need me for? Uh-huh. Okay. So that I could be ready. I've learned this especially with David because David okay. will be like, I need your help doing this. So I'm like, okay. And I have an idea of whatever the, the task at hand could be anything from like uh, bathing the dogs to uh, cleaning the outdoor uh, gym equipment to something that resembles like something handy, whatever, which honestly I hate doing. I don't like chores. Yeah, I'm really bad I with chores too. Fucking hate chores. I hate chores. Fucking hate chores. And so if there's something if the if there's something that needs that requires my help is chore like, I'm already coming into it with a bad attitude. Right. Like <laughs> I'm already like yeah. like lots of exhales. Yes. Yes. A lot of like passive aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. or 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 the, the you sure about that? Or the big great grand moan when you get up to do it. Yeah, that's what I do. That's my move. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> and then there's the pre-fight. Like, why do you have to act that way? It's like, let me just... And then, I, then my response to that is like, let me just get it all out now. Right, right. So that when I'm in it... So it's I, not an issue later. So it's not an issue later. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why, the, the, the back and forth before... We, we were fighting before. Christmas, putting up a Christmas tree, fight. Okay. Um... Always a fight. Always, Always a fight. <laughs> Why gotta be that way? What's go- basically it's a, David is a task master, is and he? he's very good about getting like about like having uh, like a task list and then plowing through that as fast as possible. Me, it's like ugh, just just delay it. Like let's getting started is the hardest part. Once I'm in it, it's like okay, fine. But getting started is always like oh. And there's that like that pre-drama that you have to create to like overcome to then be able to get going, which is my own like character defect. I think it's fascinating that you know you and I are so alike, and 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 therefore our our relationships with our significant others are a lot alike. And I always find that very fascinating um, because everything you described, like yeah, Lauren and I kind of go through you know the same thing. The only thing she's like she's really cool, and I'm not saying it because she can hear me. But the only thing that's really cool is that she's she's not one to say, all right, you don't want, you know, like, if you don't want to do it now, fine, don't do it now. But the, the thing is, is that she is very proactive, so she will do it on her own, which I'll be like, oh, crap, you know, now I feel like shit because I'm not doing it. Correct. You know what I mean? And, um, and but I know that it's without resentment, like, it, and it truly is. Every single time, like, it's not like later she's like, well, that time you didn't help me. No, no, no. It's like, she does it. It's never brought up again. It's cool. You know, don't worry about it. But even then, as, you know, human being, you 
still feel bad. Like, that's damn, a I should have. Yeah, it is a gift. She's awesome. That's a gift. In that, in that sense, she's, you know, very, very good. So, so yeah. But um, but with the furniture, oh, my God, dude. Um, and, and I think another thing that uh, people struggle with is the immediate gratification uh, with... Th- th- just there the the checking the boxes that we've talked about before in other episodes and and that's where people really the 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 whole not the whole i mean but but the a big reason why people are struggling with anxiety and depression and, and is that they have this huge gap between their real self and their ideal self and that gap is the is like the 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 all these times where you think you're failing because your ideal self could be really high up there like okay I'm 40 and I should have accomplished and then whatever that is is your ideal self yes and then the the more the the further away those things are then you, you know your real self seems lower so the gap is 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 much wider right so then so that gap really affects self esteem it affects like you know uh, and it obviously leading to you know feelings of inadequacy and depression and anxiety and it's never enough and i never have enough and i'm never good enough and you know nothing and they're not living in the present right they're not being present with what they have they're not grateful they're not uh, enjoying what they have accomplished because for a lot of people where they are today is where they wanted to be five years ago and they don't even realize that they achieved it. Correct. You know, and and so, and, and in that gap, it's the constant like, well, things didn't work out my way. Things didn't work out my way. This is, you know, I worked so hard and I didn't get a raise or I, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I worked so hard, I end up unemployed and I can't find a job, right? And, you know, and it's like a lot of stress and a lot of sadness that goes along with that, which is, you know, it's 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 really, you know, it's, it, it it could be very detrimental, and and the the literature proves, and that's why it's become such a hot topic. Is you know, like mindfulness, being present, being grateful, like these are things that are super important, uh, and people just you know don't do it. So when things don't work out their way, it's like that's it. You know, my my future is over, my life is over, my life is off track. And they don't understand that whatever's happening is exactly what... It's just the moment that you're in. Yeah. And it's exactly where you need to be. You're exactly where you need to be. That's it. You know? Yeah. Or you're causing the situation that you're in. Yeah, absolutely. By, by repetitive, you know, what you would call failures... Your unconscious or thoughts. Or like, I'm not where I want to be, so what's the fucking point? And then you just stay stuck there. And then the next thing you know, another fu- another another period of time has gone by, and you haven't moved forward because all you've done is talk about where you could have been five years ago. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that happens all, more the, time. Fr- all the time. You know? And uh, and I've, you know, I've been guilty of it. You know, it's 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 been a, a really nice journey to, like, enter this, like, okay, you know what? It doesn't matter what, you know, what happened or what were the reasons that I haven't achieved the things that I thought I would achieve at this age. It doesn't matter. What matters is the right now and things that I could do moving forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and, but a lot of people get stuck there. And I've been seeing that a lot lately too, especially this new practice. I'm at a lot of people are very like, you know, they, they keep using the, the, the word stuck. I feel stuck. You know, and because I tried this and I tried that and nothing ever works out the way I planned it. Well, I can I can relate to the feeling of feeling stuck. I feel stuck all the time. 
You do? I my I feel stuck all the time. I know that I'm not. I know that I'm consistently moving forward. Like, yeah, you but are. you're not stuck. You're fucking aging. Like, look at <laughs> you know how you know you're not stuck. Look at the skin on your face over the last five years. It's falling down. <laughs> like, look at like los pelos están cayendo la cabeza. Like, you're not stuck. Like, because the world is moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are not stuck. You may feel stuck, and that's something that you need to like un like that you need to undo that feeling, and that's like that in turn is usually what we talked about before, like this like your ego not letting you enjoy the things around you, you know. But you're you're literally not stuck. Like you're moving forward. You're getting up. You're going somewhere. You're doing something all the time. That is true. That's a great point. You're not. You're not. So the 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 irony is that is is you're not. You're not stuck. No. You're not stuck. You're not. And you're that, constantly in motion. The, 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 I mean, unless you're a flat earther, you've, the, the, <laughs> the planet is literally <laughs> rotating 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Like, yeah. we are constantly in motion. We're the opposite of stuck. We're constantly in motion. Is it, are you chasing your own tail and not moving anywhere? Just like, or are you moving towards... Um, something that you want or that something that are you are you truly moving yourself closer towards the things that you say that you want you know and is the other part of that is what you say you want are the things that you say you want really the things that you want you know and those are the questions that i think people don't want to face because ultimately and i truly 100 believe this what has people feeling stuck is a fear of facing those those issues Fear of realizing that they're in a marriage that they don't want to be in, that they have a life that is really not what they wanted, but they made decisions based on know, fear, like fear of not having you know financial success or fear of my parents not loving me or not approving of my life or fear of being alone or fear of uh, finish that sentence however you want. So the next thing you know, you've come to a moment of self-actualization somewhere around 35 and you're like the fuck and you look at the person that you would and we all have a person or not maybe we don't i know i have people in my life that i can look towards and i said wow they really went after it like in spite of the same fear and resent you know all this stuff and and i've definitely had moments where like um my pity is a little bit higher and i think to myself well they were lucky because you know, they have a trust fund, and they have right, they have, right. They had parents with good connections. They have privileges, and, and they have the, yeah. But ultimately, they made who cared? That's they had. That's the that's the deck of cards that they got handed, and they played their hand the way they wanted to. And you there's know? plenty of people who have those connections and don't leverage them. On um, people who have nothing and makes a huge it makes a huge something success. Because yeah, of all those things, and to you know, that's that's the part about. Um, being stuck that I just don't like. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think I think another thing is that people are afraid of 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 the work that's involved because you know I'm uh, so to many people, and I don't I don't know how to say this without sounding a little I don't know little arrogant or full of myself, but I have had people approach me and say, "Man, like you really you're really living the life you want to live." You know, you really like made it happen. Like, you know, you, you know, you look great, you feel great, you make time, you know, for your kids, you know, you're working out, you, you have the career you want, you play music, right? And it's like really, really cool. And man, it's like, you know, I admire that so much. And, uh, and I'm just like, yeah, but you know, it, it, it was with a lot of sacrifice, emotional, mental, financial, 
sacrifice to get to this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched this movie last night. Uh, what's it called? Marriage Story. It's this. It's a Netflix. Oh, you saw that? I did. I oh, did. Geez. I did. Um, and uh, and you know it the was one with Johansson, Scarlett Johansson, Scarlett and Adam Johansson, Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of Adam Driver. Now I wasn't before that movie. Uh, so yeah, he not that he, not that he needs my respect, but he earned my respect as like an. I I I liked like there's a lot of moments that brought me back to that time. I forgot. I honestly forgot some of the most painful moments of having to go through a divorce with children. Why did you watch it? Um, a curiosity. Okay. Curiosity uh, because I, I was kind of hoping, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was just kind of hoping that it would be a non-traditional ending, but it kind of disappointed. But but the acting uh, the acting itself is very good. Okay. You know, I mean, it's, got a, it's, it's up for a lot of awards. And it's got yeah. a lot of like acclaimed buzz. But it, it just has, it's just such a... <laughs> The, the divorce in the movie just plays out in such a typical way that it's like, oh, like I was kind of hoping for, you know, uh, it, it. If there's a person considering divorce and they watch that movie, they will they will stop themselves them, themselves from divorcing from watching that movie because it really paints the worst picture, especially if you're a guy. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't really favor the guy. Um, and so that's why I say it's kind of like a very. It's it's like what you would expect, and I was I was hoping for like a non traditional ending, but uh, but the the acting itself is phenomenal. Like the moments where Adam Driver cries, I remember like crying in very similar uh-huh. moments, and it just hit home. I had to watch it in pieces. I didn't watch it full through. I had to like turn it off and like okay, I I didn't want to kind of I didn't want to revisit that. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so anyway. My point is that, you know, I, th- I was able to, to feel that again. And so I, I look at people and they, they comment this to me and I go, man, you don't understand. Like, yes, it, right now the end product looks, looks cool, looks great, whatever you want to describe it as. But there was so much work and pain and times of like not knowing where my next meal is going to come from and, you know, not knowing what my next career move is going to be. And, you know, it, it was... It, it involves that and people don't take those chances and then when they you know and because it is scary having gone through it I'll tell you firsthand yes it is scary but when you know that you're going to get and live the life you want at the end of it it's so worth it and a lot of people just don't take those chances they don't I mean you had the wherewithal to have to um, to know that there were things that you wanted to do so you knew that you wanted to work in mental health you knew that you liked to play music uh, you knew that you wanted to be a present father. Um, and what you've done is you've shaped your life to reconcile those three things. Right. You know, and along the way you found a partner who you love. And that's just fucking luck. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, hell yeah. And so, and you've been, you're present for that as well too. And so it's not like the work is showing up and just being those things and putting effort and energy into those things that you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've you been overweight, you've been out of shape, you are no longer the, either of those two things, and it's because you've made decisions to pull you away from that towards what the body and the fitness level that you want. And you do that by eating a, a certain way and working out a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so it's like, do your actions align with the things that you say that you want? 
And are the things that you say that you want actually the things that you want? Right, exactly. You know, and so it's like, I mean, we're going into, I mean, that's, I think like we're, we're, this is maybe a little early and the, we're st- we haven't even finished Christmas yet, and I feel like we're starting off. We're like having Let's a resolution con- conversation. That's <laughs> yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah. But I think that's kind of like the frame of mind that a person who maybe feels very dissatisfied with like everything going on with them, and it's and human beings have this nature of wanting to like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like we're constantly like we're gonna restart, new beginnings, you know. Yeah. Break out dude. a new life journal, like the last yeah. one, where it's like there's so much information that you can bring, you can always bring forward. Like you don't have to constantly like tear down the entire house just because you don't like the fucking bathroom that you build. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if the foundation is good, you know, you have the right energy, just start, you know, where you left off. Like, you were were going to the gym all the time, and you were eating very well, and then the holidays hit, and, you know, George Sanchez has been having every fucking holiday cookie. Yeah, you have. You know, it's been, like you said, Carlos made this really great... um, an, an analogy <laughs> about how the holidays are basically all green lights. All green lights. Like, it's just like, just go, go, go. Yeah, I hear the holidays and I just see one big green light. Holiday cookies, <laughs> yes. You know, it's just like, yes, and can yes. I have some yeah. more? Absolutely, you can. Green like, light. On Thursday, go. I was at work and this um, one of our coworkers brought in, like, uh, she gifted, like, cookies to everybody, like, a, a packet of cookies. And they're these really yummy, like, that they only make during the time of year, like, these butter cookies with, like, this holiday sprinkles so good they're that so fucking sounds good amazing, i could say but no to butter cookies any other time of the year but fucking december uh, the second week of december hits and it's like green light yep that's what i had for lunch amazing i hadn't packed a lunch because i thought i was going to go out to lunch but then my lunch date canceled so i had the entire box of cookies for lunch Green light. Go for it. <laughs> and as I was eating them, I was like, they're so good. And the next thing I know, half the pack is over. And I'm like, well, here we are. So might as well not make, like, let's not take these home. Right. <laughs> let's not take them home. So let's just eat them all. Eat them so all. we don't have to take them home. And there was like <laughs> five varieties. And I would like go around. Like I was like, one of this, one of this, one of this. Okay. Then let me go back around the other way. Yeah, just oh sat there God. and ate them like the whole box. Oh my and God. And like, dude. was like, all right, whatever, no big deal. And yeah, it, but, but it, you know, and that's, and that, it, but that's okay. I mean, that's not okay. It's, it's a lot of people would say, see, this is why I will never. But here, let me get back to what I was saying. I'm sorry. Like, I did lose my track. Like, you do all this, and yes, I'm aware, like, I'm aware as I'm doing it that this is like not good for me. This is pulling me away from, you know, being able to fuel my body uh, with the right nutrition to in order to be able to perform my fitness at the level that I want to, to have the outcome, which is to like, you know, make the gauntlet final. Right. And so, so it's like, well, you said you want, you said that you want to do this, but your behavior is not lighting up with what you say, what you want is what you say, what you want, really what you want. And it's like, Maybe not. Maybe it doesn't really matter that much. And I'm just saying that because I feel like I have to say that because we work out at a gym where it's super competitive and they just put out a piece of marketing. Did you watch their videos? Um, I don't think so. They just put out a piece of marketing where they're talking about they're talking. The coaches are talking to the high, the, the some of the elite athletes where they're like, if you're not willing to sacrifice everything, then this really isn't for you. Mm. 
Um, and I watched that and I was like, well, maybe that's not necessarily for me, but there's definitely something to this that I like. Sure. So I like the way my body looks when I like train at a higher level. I like when I do mix, I love lifting and I found, I really have found like my spot in the gym. Yeah. Um, which is like CrossFit class plus. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Yes. That's really, that's where this is, this is my niche, like CrossFit class plus right okay i love it um, i love that and so with that said like i um i'll find like little things to like you know participate in and see where we're at and whatever but i know that the christmas cookies that i ate on thursday it's like it is what it is you write it down you log it and then you move forward you know you drink the water you try to get another protein and then you just keep moving forward like exactly you don't let any of like don't get sidetracked by like quote mistakes or you know sidesteps or you know steps back you know people are like you always want to keep yourself moving f- towards forward towards the things that you say that you want right right you know what i mean of course man i mean that's 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 called enjoying the journey that's called at least if maybe not enjoying in the moment it doesn't feel like enjoyment it is at least acknowledging the journey like if you're going if you enjoyed the cookies and you were present while you were eating those cookies, then you know what? Fucking enjoy the cookies, dude. And that's it. And then you move forward from that, but moving forward knowing that you enjoyed it. You know, that it was like, yes, I was present. I wasn't just eating just to eat. I was, it was like, a, it was a, it was holiday time. It was, you know, those cookies were like very like specific and, you know, the, and I just, and it was in a Christmas mood and, you know, and it was a good moment. It wasn't a bad moment. It was a good moment. Have I mean, you ever eaten unconsciously? I, I think that's been, yeah, I think that that's been the, the most untangling. How do you explain that to somebody who's like listening to us talk about this and they're like, what do they mean by eating consciously? Like, how do you mean like, of course, I am there, I am eating, I'm consciously eating. Well, I, I think what the, so the way I learned it and the way I explain it to others is how my dad taught me, but I didn't apply it till years later. My dad had the gastric bypass surgery, but he had it during what I consider to be the best time to get it, which is when you had to do a training. They had to prepare you. They, they did a mental and physical and emotional preparation for like, I think it was like six months before the surgery. It was part of the University of Miami research study for gastric bypass. And my dad was one of the people that went through that program. So they went the extra mile. Now you could just go get a gastric bypass surgery and that's it. And a lot of people end up having complications after because they don't change their mindset towards food. Well, my dad had a successful surgery because he learned how to eat. He learned how to be present with his food. So what he would tell me is he would say, okay, because I would say, he's like, be present with your food. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And I would say the same thing. Like I'm here, obviously. And and so what I tell people and what he told me was make sure you chew each bite at least 20 times and put your fork down. Or if there's no fork involved, just make sure you chew 20, 20 times, 20 bites on each, you know, whatever. And man, I was like, oh, that's easy. Man, it was it was not easy. I mean, I was like five chews in and I'm already thinking about the next bite. Yeah. And I was like, it's the same flavor. I'm going to experience the same flavor with that next bite. That flavor is still right now going on, but something 
makes me want to reach out and get more. Yeah. And the reason they taught them that is because obviously it takes the your system about 15 minutes to tell your brain it's full. Yeah. So that's why they taught them that. But um, Which is why if you start feeling full, it's already too late. Exactly. And that's why if you are present with your food and you enjoy the chewing of the food and, and you enjoy the flavors and you're conscious of it, then by the next thing you know, you're like, you'll feel satisfied. You won't need to have, you know, like the whole plate. More. Yeah, or more. Just more. Right, yeah. And um, so that's how I explain it to people. I'd say because, because it, it, it's, I think it's the action, then the, the mental part. Because there's a huge, like, mental enjoyment of being present in whatever you're doing. But if we're talking about food specifically, you know, I, I, I give people the, the, the exercise first. Make sure you chew each bite at least 20 times. That's so major because I know... I've seen it happen where someone is chewing and they're already cutting into the next piece to, you know, to put in their mouth. Right. Or they're swallowing and the fork is already coming back up. Exactly. Where it's like, it's just, there's a, there's definitely like some sort of unconscious behavior. Like you become a machine where you're just like shove it in, feed it, feed it. Or like, this is also really true with any kind of like bagged food, like pizza cooks or whatever, where there's like a large, I, I love... I love eating with my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like I love seeing mm-hmm. vast quantities yeah. of food. It's very satisfying for me it really is. to look at like like I don't like looking at small pizzas because they're annoying. I want <laughs> to look at the large pizza. Right, right. You know? <laughs> it's much more satisfying for me to cut into an eighteen inch pizza yeah. than it is a twelve inch pizza. Right, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. We had we had Cazolas on Friday night. I'm very very. It's so uh, yeah. It's very I like satisfying. It. Yeah, and it's like yes, there's a lot, and I love that. Um, and and yeah, but but you see, when it comes to nutrition and people saying, okay, I fell again, or you know, this didn't work out for me, or I I tried this you know diet for two weeks and it just didn't work out for me, and you know the whole thing with your real self and your ideal self where people fall is that they don't honor the main thing, which is time. You know, the irony about what we just said is is that we're both people that like to see large quantities of food, but we had the hardest time adapting to the idea that if we eat more food, we're going to lose weight. Isn't that crazy? That's so true. Right? I know. It's amazing. We both love to see large, like, bye. We both like to see food, like, laid out big, like, who... Have you, did I send you the pictures of the charcuterie tables? Yes, you did. Aren't they amazing to look yeah. at? Yeah, and, and David Garcia, one of our friends, uh, he sent us a, a page, too. I don't know if you saw that on our on our, um, yes. on our podcast uh, Instagram. Yeah, and but yeah, but you sent pictures, too. And dude, like, yeah, I love that. I, I love, love that. I love that. But it then, just I means like the possibilities know, are endless. I can't wait I to start to eat. And so many years of under eating and suffering. And then and, you go to like work with a nutritionist, and they're like, you need to eat 3,000 calories calories a day in order for you to lose weight and you're like wait hold on a second that's too much food yeah yeah yeah, yeah. slow down slow down slow down slow down, yeah. slow down it's like slow down. my slogan was i can't even afford that i can't i can't <laughs> even afford three thousand calories a day like how do you even how do you pay for that who's gonna fund that <laughs> that was my that was my slogan go always fund me for my yeah, yeah. My, my wag my wag <laughs> yeah, fitness yeah. journey turns out i don't eat enough so let me start a GoFundMe. no it's true it's 100 yeah, percent true uh and so i just thought that that was really yeah, funny. It's, yeah. well it is it is ironic but you know when people 
people don't honor time. They don't. That, that's the one thing now more than ever with this, this world of instant gratification. They don't honor time, so they feel like they're constantly failing. They they feel like they don't look as fit. They don't look at failure as feedback. They look at failure as just a failure, and things didn't work out my way, and it's not worth doing. And and it's 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 so it's so amazing because. You know, I, I, I tell, like, for example, um, I, I, just, I just went into private practice. I know it's a 10-year process, minimum, to get to the point where I want to get at. I know that. So I'm going to enjoy every moment working up to that. Um, I'm not going to say, oh, it's been two days and I'm not where I want to be at. I suck. Things didn't work out my way. Maybe I should pick another career. I'm, uh, that would be ridiculous, but a lot of people do that. I think that there's something to be said about where we are in our life today as, you know, as a man of a certain age where the idea of 10 years seems so short now. Yeah, Whereas it's true. 10, 15 years ago when you're 25, 30, 10 years seems like a very long time. Um, but I know, Great point. But I know that if I look at, you know, 10 years ago, the last 10 years has has flown by oh yeah it was it was uh, it was immediate it was like i don't even know what happened yeah i have to look at pictures to be able to acknowledge what happened in the last 10 years you know between 2009 and 2019 like a lot of a lot of stuff happened very 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 quickly um and now standing at 40 and understanding that the the average lifespan is less than 150 um the time is really the ticker is really going quick (laughs) Yeah, I actually listened to somebody like talk about the average lifespan and they actually shot out the number, which I'm not going to say because it's 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 alarmingly close. Um, what, 82? It's less than that. 77? It's less than that. 72? 76. Wow. Yeah. The average male in this country lives to be about 76 years old. Oh, lovely. So, we're we're half we're over halfway there. Yeah, we are. You know, and so the first 20 years really isn't about us. And so we've really only had 20 years of life under our belt. Right. That's the way that I see it. Wow, dude. And so we've got about 36 more left. Holy shit. And so it's like that the question that I have for myself is what is it that I want to experience? You know, um, what are the things that I want to, it's not so much accomplish, but it's experience. Exactly. You know, um, that's kind of the question that I have for myself right now. Um, and most of those things are, they're not acquisitional. They're more like experience, like experiences, like life experiences. I want to see things. I want to be able to do things. I want to like see, hear, feel, touch, taste. Um, it's very sensory in that sense. Um, and none of it has to do with like my retirement, like, or my, you know, my 401k or which I know is like something that's super duper important and but it's just a slice of the pie that is a mystery to me that I've never wanted to like unpack. Yeah, I mean and <laughs> I mean I, I you know I like oh yeah, it don't work out like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess like whatever. Look, My, I mean to me people I, are working until they're 80 years old so I'm going to die at 80 so might as well be working working. I I hate to like I don't know like I always I'm always very careful with how I say certain things because I never want it to feel like I'm like rubbing it in or trying to like be like Mr. I don't know, whatever. But honestly, I love what I do so much that retirement is not something I think about because the only way I would stop doing it is if I myself went senile and was not able to help people anymore. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to be like, oh, 
I turned 65. I'm done. Peace. I'm not helping anybody out ever again. Don't come to me to adv- for advice. I'm done. If you're depressed, go fuck yourself. Go see another therapist. I'm done. No, like I'm going to continue. And unless I lose my mind where I cannot function as a therapist anymore, I'll, I'll do it till I'm 100. And the more life experience I have, the better therapist I'll be. So retirement isn't something that I'm like, oh, how many years left? You know, like I'm just, it's, you know, that's not a thing for me. But but I agree with you. Life experiences. You know, what, what's what's number one on your list? Have you thought about it? No, Have you been there's able? No, I don't. There's no. I don't. I don't. I don't put any order on those. Okay, no order. Okay. Behind it. But you um, know that it's like life experiences that is the goal. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's it's, good. It's. I don't. I've never really been in the driver's seat of like. Of anything, like I've been, I've been around people who are like, I wanna like as in, in high school, it was like, I wanna be top ten percent of my class, and so they did that. I never wanted to do that. Um, I I did say I wanted to be like a fashion designer. That's pretty much the only thing I said out loud that I wanted to do, and and my life hasn't gone in that direction. But I haven't really driven it in that direction either. So that's kind of the question to myself: is like, did you really want to do that, or did you just like the the image of it behind it but like did you really want to learn how to like sew clothes and sew darts and make and construct because the things that i've always wanted to do i've kind of went out and done them um and everything else has just kind of like gone by the wayside and i've been aware of it and i've been acknowledging it and i've been kept up with it but never to that extent and so that's how i that's why i'm able to say the question it's why i'm i say like are the things that you say that you want to do really the things that you want to do? And only a person who's truly conscious of like themselves can answer that. Yeah, because the, the key to motivation is desire. Desire is what brings on motivation. Mm-hmm. And people need to revisit their desires. And they need to be able to gauge how strong those desires are. Uh, we have now the, the with all these uh, social media outlets is... One of the biggest benefits as far as like social media and business or social media and marketing, um, one, of the, the big, one of the biggest benefits is that it is a true test as to how bad you want it. Because, for example, you know, somebody who, who really wants something and you say, okay, well, start posting videos. Start putting videos on your story. Start making posts. Start, you know, creating three posts a day. Start putting yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Create a, you know, get on TikTok. Make make those videos, you know. Get on Instagram. Get out there. Get in people's face. And then people are like, oh, no, but I don't. I don't, I don't know how to do that. Yeah, and um, but what? And I don't have the right camera, and I don't do this, and I'm, you know, what if, I mean, I'm going to keep saying, like, what million other people say. I don't really have good content, and, you know, I don't know, and I, I feel uncomfortable putting myself out there. And it's like, okay, well, then. This is a, a tremendous vehicle to get what you want. So now the question is, do you want it or not? Because we're living in a world where that might be a part of the marketing puzzle. Not all of it, but it's a key part of the marketing puzzle. You know, so, you know, there's, a, you know, I have, a, you know, a patient of mine who's been working on her first Instagram video for like six months. And I'm like, you, you realize that people don't think about it. They just post. They just go on and do a video and post because the people are going to watch that and five seconds later, they're going to forget. Correct. So which gives you an opportunity to create another one and another one and another one, you know? Um, so and, and that's the, the, people think they know what they want, 
But then when they have to do the work involved, that's the moment where they realize, is this really what I want? You know, and sure. it's, and and yeah. So and then they're like, oh well, I failed at it. No, you didn't fail at it. It was just feedback. That's the feedback you needed. Maybe you're a person who wants to live a nice little private life, and you don't want any social media in your life. Well, then work around that. Yeah, make it happen around that, and that's fine. You know, so uh, but but I think people are too quick to say, well, you know, things just didn't work out and I'm going to move on. And they don't give themselves the time. They don't analyze their desires. They and then that gap between their real self and ideal self just gets wider and wider and wider. And the self-esteem gets lower and lower and lower. And then next, thing you know, they're 40 or 45 and they're bitter. And they're like, this is just my life now. And they don't grow and they feel stuck. And that sucks. It sucks to observe. You know, so at least that's how I see it. I feel that way about my hair. <laughs> Can we need to ignore? Have you ever? Wait, I have hold tried on. to grow my hair for at least four years, but and I usually get to where I am right now. And you want to cut it? And I want to shave it off. Be- wait, before we continue with the hair, because I wanted to touch on this point. <laughs> Couldn't you use the Moaka Media Instagram for like fashion motivation? Um, cause you, you do have a good eye for the that. Thing. Here's, here's my opinion on that. Cause it's, it's something that, like I, it's easy for me to, it's easy for me to sit on this couch and talk to you and record the conversation and put it out there. Right. Um, it's harder for me to dictate to the world without someone to bounce off of. Okay. Oh, I see. Does what that make sense? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me talking into a camera with the presumption that there's somebody out there listening to is not something that comes very natural to me. I've had successful like monologues and it usually comes from a place of where like there's something that I have to say. Like I did a story last year from or this year for my birthday where it was like it was about 20 minutes before midnight the night before my birthday and I started baking this cake. Okay. Oh, I remember that. And the cake kind of became this like metaphor for like where my life was going or where I was at. And then like the next day the cake starts to fall apart. And then I started doing like Instagram stories of this fucking cake. Yep. And so it became like, so it started with something about me became about the cake. And then it was like, the cake is a metaphor for life. And this is my 40 and whatever. And how I was able to like bring it back together all at the end. Yeah. Um, and, and that whole story is still on my Instagram as one of like the little saved yeah. things. Um, but for the most part, like I've like, like for instance, like the YouTube content, I've sat down and I've started to record stuff, but I immediately cut it off because I think to myself, this is ridiculous. Like I need Carlos here for this, or I need to get you to like, I basically have to produce you into sending me content for us, for me to be able to edit it together into the conversation of what I want this to look like on that platform. Well, good. I, I know, I know, I know. And I haven't That's done, great. I, I haven't done it. And no, but it's good that we're talking about it. Even yeah. here, you know, like we're, because it, right now our listeners are actually, we're sharing that we're all, we're all in this together, you know, like, they're but like, listening if you want to know brainstorm. what I feel about fashion, you should follow me on Instagram. Cause I'm constantly just posting images of like looks that I like shoes that I like. You know, on my Instagram story. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I could do that on the Moaka page, but like, I know there's a lot of guys out there that are not gonna be pushed into, and maybe I should just say fuck it anyways and put it out there. Like, well, I, mean, I think we could create a spinoff of your page. 
And I think we're, you know, once the mics are off, we'll have this, we're going to have a conversation because I have, I have a lot of ideas for, for, for the, the, our social media for 2020. Also guys, a lot of guys our age are in relationships and they get their advice from the person that they're with. So it's like, they don't dress for themselves. They dress for the way that their person wants them to look. And that's right there where the struggle is because there's a lot of guys out there that are like, well, I wish I could wear that, but I can't pull it off. And it's because of the person they're with that tells them they can't pull it off. Like if I'm like, you know, I, yeah, whatever. I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to. It's not. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. So I'm back sorry to the hair. Let's get back to the hair. Okay. So what I, I'm, I'm getting a haircut after this recording. Why? Oh, just to the clean but up. Why? Just to clean up the what sides. You, what's wrong with your sides? No, it's just like it's there's no shape. Like, I can't, I can't shape it. So, I get it. Yeah. I know that, listen, I'm, I've reached the point in the hair length where we are in, we are firmly in an awkward position. Yes. And some days it looks great. And some days there's nothing I can do to make it work. And so I just have to like wet it down and shellac it to the side. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of side shellacking. Side shellacking. It's basically like a side part haircut, you know? Yeah. You just comb it to the side and with a lot of product and every guy looks good with like their hair part to the side yeah. and slicked down. Like yeah. it's it does it's, it's a, a standard. It's an easy it's an easy go to. Yeah. Um and so we're gonna be there for a long time. Yeah. I'm just getting cleaned up. Like I just wanna get like a little fade here, like in this little area right here. I'm no longer fading my hair. No longer the fading. The last time your I hair. faded my hair, I have too much hair on top, so so the fade makes the bottom half of my face look very wide. Um, and so I need the hair down here, like towards my neck to, because I have a, I have a square face and you know, I, I have like, I got a lot of fucking meat. And so I can't, I don't have like a, a shapely thin jaw. You're very handsome. George. You know, and George, so George is very handsome. I can't have like, I need to have hair on my head to frame it. Otherwise I look very like lopsided and my head becomes very pointy. And then like my cheeks get very like roundish and I don't mm-hmm. like the way I look. Okay. So I need to have hair all the way How down. How long is your hair now? You have a hat on. So it's, I mean, I was, the oh, bangs wow. are like reaching, are about to reach my eyes. Look at that dude. Oh man. And so it's, and it, this is like an, I basically got an undercut. I had, I was getting fade, my hair faded where it'd be like, completely like skin fade high skin fade and then the top was just growing 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 and i haven't really cut the top maybe like once or twice well the skin fade also makes us look younger because it it eliminates the it chops the gray off off. you know so that's that's another thing that it's been a a slow level of embracing where i'm like okay i know that i shouldn't fade because i also you know sidebar i have a i have a birthmark on the back of my head so, so every time I get a tight fade, you know, obviously you see it and it looks like this, it's this huge red mark in the back of my head. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Lauren's always like, why do you get that haircut? Like it, you look fine. Nobody cares that you have a birthmark, but I mean, you do have it and yeah. you know, you have the option to cover it up with your hair. So why do you go for the skin fade? And I tell her, I go, well, I go, if I get a skin fade, then, you know, it el- eliminates the gray. And she's like. But well, I like the gray. Yeah, but I like the gray. So yeah. why don't you just so maybe so I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna tell him to just clean me up. Maybe no fade. Just. I'm not getting fades anymore. Okay. It's, this is the haircut now. I just need to let it needs to start. Everything needs to start growing out. Okay. So what should I do? I, if I want something like that, then I should just tell him to clean me up, right? Yeah. Okay. No fade. Just clean me up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Man. All right, good. I'm glad we talked about this. So, because I don't know what I want to do. You will have to go. The, here's the thing. You will have to go in 
to, for a haircut more often. Because uh, yes. it, uh, the the good thing about a skin fade is because there's no hair, like it, you have more time for it to grow in, and it doesn't look, you know, shoddy. Right. Uh, it takes longer for it to get to the point where you have to go in. You know, a skin fade you can go maybe like once. I mean, if you don't mind having the the illusion of hair and it grows from being a skin fade to just like a regular haircut, you have about four to six weeks. Right. You know, this the one we're talking about now. You're talking about stretching it to maybe two to four. I'll, yeah, it's yeah. And I also like I also like that look where it's like a high fade but the long hair on the top. That's where I'm at right now. That's where I was at until I stopped grow- shaving my head. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, you're. I mean yeah. At least I'm gonna have to go in a little bit more often, and that's okay. Yeah. So anyway, I think this was a great uh, episode. I think we meshed a little bit of what you know what we lost last time. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think, uh, yeah, I think we did a a good job in handling that when things didn't work out our way. And I think we're doing a good job making up for it now. And, uh, you know, this will, this will be released after, uh, after Christmas. When is Christmas? On Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I figured we won't release it on Christmas. Maybe the next day gives people something to listen to as they, as they, as they have the Christmas hangover, you know? So um, I mean, most everybody listens to us, and Christmas for them is the twenty fourth. That's true. It's not your one. Yeah, yeah. So, we so can you can listen to this on as you're opening prisons in your pajamas, yeah. sipping your cocoa in eighty degree weather. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're in Norway and, and you start analyzing your goals for twenty twenty. So, George, where can they find us? You can find this podcast. Yes. On Spotify, on I, Apple iTunes uh, podcast channel, uh, we are at Milwaukee Media on Instagram. I am George I Sanchez on Instagram, and I am at Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC. And as always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, content that you want us to discuss, please send us an email to MilwaukeeMedia at gmail.com. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Bye. Bye.